continuing along with this with this this idea. So basically, we just learned that uh, that uh, we have two sets of witnesses, and Rava is explaining what's the case over here when you're touching somebody. Um, that's, that, that you're not sure if that person was tummy or not when you touched him, meaning was he dead body or still alive. So there you have two factors in your benefit. This is Rabbi's explanation. Hasam over there, Trey Chazaki Lukulu. You have two Chazakos both saying, let a lenient stance. Number one, this person, when you went to sleep that night, you had a Cheskas Tahara. So we, don't, we need to know that t- something to take you off that existing chazaka. That's number one. And tre uh, chazaki, so that's one lekula. And the other kula is, is that the person who was next to you was alive in the beginning of the night. So if he died, we should assume that he died at a later time. Okay? So two, two svaras to be makal, basically. Put the mace on his original chazaka the whole night, that he was alive in the beginning of the night. And also the Nogea on his Chazaka Rishona that he was Tohar. So you got two points in the favor of saying Lukula. Over here, it's only Over here, there's only one Chazaka Lukula. In our Mishnah, it's only a, a single Chazaka because you could just put the Truma on its Chazaka and say that it was Tohar. And one Chazaka is not enough to override. The, there's one set of Adam that says that, 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 that it's Tame from the whole time. So that is, uh, so it, it doesn't override the, the, the validity of a single Adam. Oh. So that's the end of that discussion. Now, like I said before, we, we kind of have, a, what's the Pshat in Rabbi Yossi? Rabbi Yossi says that even by Tumadurabanan, we said in the Anomid base, that it, we are taking a very stringent stance. I, Rabbi Yossi, by us, was lenient. Rabbi Yossi in our Mishnah said that a Suffolk Erev is kosher. So which is it? In Suffolk are you machmir or in Suffolk are you mekel? So kacha de Rabbi Yossi or de Rabbi Yossi because there, because even if you say Erev is de Rabbanan, but here too we're talking about a Toma de Rabbanan and he's still machmir. What's the deal? That's the Gemara's question. Kacha de Rabbi Yossi or de Rabbi Yossi. Some Rabbuna Barchini now is shining Toma. The reason why he's machmir by Toma is Hoyl Vyeshla Ikramina Toira. Toma has a has a to, even though these are only rabbinic types of Toma, but there is Toma Daraisa. So since the rabbis have a, to, a to, Toma Daraisa also, so therefore that's why we're more machmir by Toma, because it's connecting. If we are Mako, the Chachamim are gonna try and match their Dindra Banan on the Torah law. Since we want to be machmir by the Torah law, we're going to be consistent and be machmir in cases of doubt in the rabbinic Toma also. Because Toma in general has an Iker. Okay, Shabbos, the says, and what's Shabbos? Shabbos liver? Shabbos nami Torah Shabbos is also from the Torah, right? Uh, so the Gemara says, because that Tchumen is rabbinic. Rashi explains what's, uh, that even if Tchumen is Torah, yeah, but there's also an Iker of Shabbos too. The difference is, is that Tumas are easily confused one for another. Because the rabbi said your tummy if, if, you, if, you, if you drink tummy uh, drinks, and your tummy if you touch a, a dead sheretz, right? The, in a mind's eye of people, they, they equate those two things. And if you're telling me that the Allah is on one of them, that you have to be machmer, then we have to be consistent and say all of them are, are lachmer. Otherwise, 
it's going to confuse people. But Tchumen, in people's eyes, are looked at in a different way than regular Malacha, because it's not really doing any Malacha. All you're doing is traveling outside the Tchum. So if it's Tchumen is Darabonon, you're not going to come from allowing from Tchumen to, to equate that to regular Shabbos, and therefore we could be Mekom. That's the one Pshat. Another possibility for Rabbi Yossi is one was his own opinion and one is his Rabbi's opinion. They can I mean it fits in because Dictani the Mishnah says, I'm Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, Av Thomas, hey, Av Thomas testified, Mishum Chamishas Kenim, the name of five Kenim, just of the Gerif Kasher. He didn't say that's his own opinion, he's quoting others. So it makes sense, Shmami not that it was his Rebbe's opinion, perhaps over there, and here he's saying his own opinion, that he's taka machmer even under a bonnet. Oh, that's one answer. And Rav Amar, new answer. Ha, Samayin, the time of the Rabbi Yossi. You want to know what's the chilek in Rabbi Yossi? Over there, Rabbi Yossi's reasoning is this. You want to know, you, this person was tummy. Okay? We, for, even though he was tummy midur and now, but the bottom line is, he was tummy. His status quo was tummy. And he had a chazaka of tummy. Now he went into a suffix mikvah. So you leave him on his chazaka. We don't know that it changed. So your chazaka will determine what you are. We'll see, maybe he didn't get into a tefillah. So the Gemara says, Ad say the other way. Hamin mikvah There you also have a chazaka in the opposite direction. We know this mikvah was at one time good. Put the mikvah in its chazaka that it was good. Right, and maybe it wasn't a lacking mikvah, because that's the, one of the scenarios that we're not sure when it became, when it lost its uh, its its water. So the Gemara says, no, they had not measured it beforehand to make sure that it has the forty saw. So that's the scenario. So that's the question. So Tanya Linton and Brisa Keita, Amar so the price it brings down, Ketzer Amar Rabbi Suffolk Erev Kasher. What's the case of Rabbi Yossi that a Suffolk Erev is Kasher? Erev Bitruma, if you made the Erev Bintruma. Okay, so what is the case of Suffolk Erev that is acceptable? You made an Erev with Truma. Now, Suffolk, mi ba'od yom, nitme, Suffolk, mishikashech, nitme. And I'm not sure if it became tummy before Shabbos, the onset of Shabbos, or only after Shabbos started. And also by, by fruit. niskinu. Oh, and there's a question of whether there was misukan before. niskinu, or it was after Shabbos that it got fixed up. kasha. That's the scenario where Biosi says in our Mishnah that it will be suffik kasha. However, Irev If you did use truma for your erev. But I don't know whether, I just have a suffix, whether there is no chazaka beforehand. I'm just not sure about this truma, whether it's tar or tameh. And I'm not sure if it was tithed properly or not. That's not the case of suffix of kasha. In those cases, so we're saying that the only time, we have to think about the difference. Not every case do we say Suffolk Erev is kosher. It has to be such a scenario like where it was, it, we're not sure when the change occurred. Did it occur before or did it occur later? Okay, but, at, but from the b- 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 beforehand, it was definitely okay. 
that's what we're talking about. As opposed to over here, where we have standalone truma, we're not sure whether it's tummy or not. We're not saying that it was uh, tahar at one point in time. We're just not sure which one we have. And the same thing with uh, whether it's tithed or not. So that's a different. That's not called safekei of kasha. Now, what's the difference? The reason is because we put the chazaka of the truma. It was tar. The original uh, status quo was Torah. So peris nami hamet tevel chazaka. Once you put the peris on the tevel's chazaka, Okay, you're not sure if it was masukin. It the the status quo there by the peris. Why are you putting that in the same category? That also the status quo was that it's was not fixed up. So the Gemara says, uh, no, you got it wrong. Because then you're right. It's exactly the same thing. There was no status quo of being good. It was the other way around. We're talking about where, the, the, where it, was, it became a dimua. And that's the question. So the question of whether it was mibodyom or it was, or it happened. Meaning something happened. It was definitely fine and chulen beforehand. And then somehow, something mixed into it at one point in time to ruin it. It became dimua. Rashi brings down one of two possibilities. Normal dimua means where a person, uh, where, where you have chulen that was perfectly tied, and then truma fell into it. And the other type of dimua, so in that type of dimua, so then you have to say, wait a second, truma itself you could use, even if I'm not a Kohen, I could use truma as my Eruv. So, we, so Rashi explains, it's going like Reb Sumchus, who says that that doesn't work for Yisrael. That's one possibility. Or the Dimua over here is, is that in my Chulin, some Tevel fell in, something that wasn't tied at all. But the point is, there was still a status quo from Friday, at some point in time, that it was perfectly fine. And then we want to know, when did that change occur to mess it up? Okay. So that's the two scenarios. So again, what he's saying, Safakir of Kasher, is limited to cases where there was a Chazaka from beforehand that it was okay to use the Yisraelim. And at some point in time it changed. The question is, did it change earlier in the day? Or did it change later on in the day, in the night, which doesn't bother us? That's the question. Now, Barav Shmuel Barav Yitzchak Merifuna. So Rav Shmuel Bar Yitzchak asks Rav Huna a question. How are you the fun of Shtiki Kroos if you have two loaves of bread in front of you? Very interesting case. Achas Tameh Achas Torah. One of these breads is Tameh. The other one's Tohor. Okay? And I have no idea which one is which. Okay? And we're talking about um, where obviously Tuma, you can't be talking about Chulun because Chulun that's tummy is kosher just like anything else. So obviously we're talking about truma. So they're both truma. One is truma tahora, which is perfectly fine for my erev. The other one is truma tameo, which is not good for anybody's erev. And I don't know which one's which. So what I do, I say, Whichever one is the tahora, that's the one I want to be my erev. So I'm making such a statement. Wherever you find it, what's the story? Very interesting. So this question, even though Rameir and Rabbi in our Mishnah find themselves on opposite sides, Rameir is Machmir, Rabbi Yossi is Mekel, right? Rameir says that it's not a good Erev in doubt, Suffolk Erev is no good. 
and Rabbi Yossi says Suffolk Erev is good, you can ask this Shita on both opinions. Why? It might say that here is different and it's better. Because there was no Tahar one available. Over here, there is a Tahar one here. So this one that's Tahar is perfectly kosher for my Erev. The only, I have only one slight problem. I happen not to know which one it is, but whichever one it is, that's what I'm using for my Erev. I don't need to actually eat it. Okay? Oh, there more. On the other hand, I feel Rabbi Yossi. Even Rabbi Yossi, who said, by the case of Suffolk, that it's okay, here he may say it's problematic. Lo kamer, el ha'asam. He only said it over there. Tim isa di Torah. Because if it's Tahar, yadallah, I know which one I'm meaning. Okay? So, it, the only thing I don't know is when did it lose its status of Tara. But, I, when it, but, but what, whatever it is, I could eat it at that time. But over here, hello yadala. I have no idea which one I'm going to eat. So uh, the bottom line is, what does it help that one of these is tahar? The bottom line is, since in my mind's eye I don't know which one it is, and one of them is tamei, I can't eat either. Samalei. So what was the answer? It has to be a meal that was fit to be eaten before Shabbos, the onset of Shabbos. And the bottom line is, it's not that. Because the practical reality is you can't eat either of these things because maybe it's Trumatamea and therefore it's as if they're both not kosher in that sense. And that's the bottom line. Very interesting. Interesting question and a good answer. Now, So Rav asked Rav another question. What if a person said like this, Kikar zu hayom, he was touching, talking about this loaf of bread and he says, Kikar zu, this loaf of bread, hayom chol, ulamachar kodesh. I want its status to change as soon as Shabbos hits, that it's Kodesh, Hegdish. Obviously, you cannot use Hegdish as your Eruv, Tashtetzach. But today, on Friday, I'm leaving it as Chol. And then I say, I want to use this as my Eruv. So, so what, what's our deal over here? Do we say that since on Shabbos it's changing to Kodesh, it's no good? Or do we say since on Friday it's good, it's good? That, uh-oh, we'll get to it, right. So we'll see, we'll see. What, what happens, when you say on Shabbos it's no good, when does that turn over? That's the discussion. So, That's the, that is a good Eruv. Frag there the other way around. What if he declares the other way around? Today on Friday, I want it to be Kodesh. Tomorrow Shabbos, I want it to be Chol. How do you take something away from Kodesh to Chol? He was both there, right. He has money set aside. And he says, as soon as Shabbos hits, whenever that moment is, it's turning over back to Kodesh. Back to Chol. It's transferring off onto the money. And he said, I want to use this for my Erev. What's the deal? That's not a good Erev. Frank the Gemara Maishna. How could you have it both ways? If... If the point is, is that, it's, that, it, that it's a good Erev in the, in the Benesh Mashos in the first case, then it should be still be good in the Benesh Mashos in the second case. What's the difference? So, Amr so he says, oh, if you want to know Pshat, it's going to cost you. I will need you to measure for me a measure of salt. Do some work for me. Okay? All right, whatever. That's an expression. Um, I think we had, like we had this many times. When you do a certain malacha for me, a certain service, then I'll tell you the answer.
Why did he say this? He didn't need the service, but in order to hear a very fine logic, you need a certain humility to hear it. And by humbling himself and serving him as a teacher, then he'll be more uh, prone to be able to understand and hear a different way of thinking than his own way. And what was his answer? His answer was this, Hayom Chol Machar Kodesh, today's Chol, tomorrow's Kodesh, the Misveka, on the time of doubt, the Kedusha doesn't kick in in doubt. It only kicks in in the, in the definite. And therefore, in the Benesh Mashos, it's still Chul. The other way around, in the time of doubt, the Kedusha doesn't come off yet. So therefore, during the Benesh Mashos, it, the Kedusha doesn't fall off. That's the deal. Tanan also, we learned in a mission over there, Legin Tvul Yom Shemalu Min Achavis Shel Meiser. If you have a Legin, a Legin is a jug, a measure, right? The, that's a that's that's a Tvul Yom, which basically means it was just dipped in the mikvah and needs to wait till the needs a hair of Shemesh. Okay. Shemalu Min Achavis Shel Meiser. And obviously, you can't really use this legin for truma yet because it's uh, it, it it's not night yet. Whatever, yeah, it's only you have to wait till the night the sun sets. So what did he do? So shall meiser. So it's so meiser tevel. It's meiser which is tevel because the truma's meiser was not taken off of it yet. and he said like this: truma's meiser when will this become Trumas Meiser? As soon as night hits, so then the Kali is fine, and then everything's fine. So that works. It's perfectly, you're allowed to do that because the Truma is completely tar. The Truma, if the Truma, if he made a Truma right now, so it's today going to be Matama Truma because it still needs to, to wait till the next day. But once it's the next day, so then it's going to be a, a kosher... Tr- so you say, you know, that I want it to be effective first the next day, first into the night. That's why it's okay. Now, if he says, I want this to be my Erev, it's worthless. It's like you said, there's no Erev. Okay? What do you see? Why is it not a good Erev? Zosamirth. So Amrava, Zosamirth, this teaches us, the, what makes the Erev is the end of Friday. That's what makes the Erev. It's not the beginning of Shabbos that makes the Erev. It's the end of Friday that makes the Erev. If the Erev is only taking in on once it's Shabbos, so why shouldn't it be? Why would that be no good at all? Papa, that's not true. Even if you're going to say it's the onset of Shabbos that creates the Erev, not the end of the day of Friday, but still, um, you still need it to be a meal that's fit from the Friday. And that was not the case over there because it was Tevel all day Friday till Shabbos. So that doesn't matter when it's effective because either way, there's a requirement on an Erev that has to be edible the day before. And that's, by the way, I don't know if you remember the discussion between Misham and Bishalel with regards to Yom Kippur. Everyone agrees that you could set up an Erev on Yom Kippur even though you can't eat it on Yom Kippur. But it's, you could eat it and that's a Suda Ruhi Yom is good enough. 
brings us to a Mishnah that and this actually is a quite famous Mishnah. Masna Adam Ali Ruvo. Person can use, use conditions for his Erev to establish the Erev based on a condition. Meaning, the Omer, he could say like this If the Goyim are coming in from the east, I definitely don't want to be in the city when they come in. So I'm setting my Erev to the west. And I, that's the one I want to be my Erev. Minamarav, and if the enemies come in on the west, the Goyim come in on the west, Eruv of the Mizrach, I want my Eruv to be on the east. Basically, whichever they're coming from, I want the opposite. Do I know which way they're coming from? No. But I have two sets of food, and I'm saying that that's the one I want to be mine, um, whichever one they don't come in from. Okay. Bimbolakan Ulakan. And he specifies what if they come in on both directions? The Goyim are coming in from either one. Then I want to leave it up to my will. I can choose. I want to be able to choose. What if they not? What if nobody shows up? Right? Maybe. Maybe nothing. Nothing will happen. Then I don't want anything to be my erev. I want my house to be my home, and I could go in each each direction only two thousand amas. Case B, that was case A. Case B, in Chacham in a Mizrach, if the Chacham comes from the east, Eruv of the Mizrach, then I want my Erev to the east to meet up with him. Minamarv, if he comes from the west, Eruv of the Mizrach, I want to meet him and I want my Erev to be in the west. Balakan and Lakan, if he's coming in both directions, there's Chachamim in both sides, the Makam Shayat I want to be able to choose. Lo Lakan, if nobody comes, no visitors this this year, okay? No chachamim coming, Then I want to be like my regular people of my town. That's the story. Now, Rabbi Yudomer, no imhaya echamayan rabo. If one of these two are his rebbeim, rebbe, and the other one's not his rebbe, holachetzal rabbi, you go to your rebbe. Emhayu shnei and rabosav, and if they're both his rebbe, so lemakam shiyetzelach, then he could go to the one that he wants to. But if one's his rebbe, one's just a regular chacham. He should. He would. We would be forced to follow his rebbe's side and go on that side. Okay. Now, Kiyasa Rabbi Yitzchak when Rabbi Yitzchak came, Tani Ipcha. It's interesting. He brought down a brisa, Rabbi Yitzchak, that had it reversed. When the Goyim were coming, he wants to go towards the Goyim. If they're coming from the east, he wants his erev to be from the east. If they're coming from the west, he wants his erev to be from the west. And by the Chacham, he's going in the opposite direction. If the Chachams come from the east, I want to go west. If coming from the west, I want to go east. Okay, so it's very interesting. So, so that creates a question in within Gentiles. In and also in the Chacham case. Are you running towards the Chacham or away from the Chacham? So Gemara answers. You could explain. And depends which guy. Is it the tax collectors coming? So they're coming to basically, you know, seize property from you. So you definitely want out. Okay, so you're going in the opposite direction so they don't catch you. And Or the other one is where it's the, 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 the leader of the town. So you want to petition him, you want to meet him, you want to, um, uh, you want to have something to do with him. So then you want to go towards him because he's a, a, a very important person in town. Chacham, chacham, lokasha. What about the contradiction in chacham? Ha bimosef pirki, ha bimakri bimikri shema. 
that's the case where one is answers Shilas, and any question that you have, he'll give you the answer. So that's the one that you want to go towards. And then the one who is a Mikri Shema, so then you don't necessarily want to, meaning one of them is not necessarily um, someone who's going to, uh, meaning he, te- he teaches the kids, right? Um, and basically, Rabbi Yitzchak is talking about where there's two, um, the, there's two coming from either side. One's the one answers Shilas, and the other one is the, is the one who's just the teacher of young children. So the one who's teaching young children, I, w- I really wanted to go on the opposite side from him to the, to the other Chacham. Um, anyway, but uh, bottom line is that's how we got out of the question. Oh, they want what? The kid's making the air. He wants to get away from the teacher. Oh, he wants to run away from the teacher, right. All right. Anyway. Brings us to the next line. Then he's following the rabbo. Okay. Then he's now. The question is, Rabbanon, why the Rabbanon argue on Rabbi makes a... Uh, why they argue on Rebuda? Rebuda is right. If one of them you're connected to is your teacher, surely you're going to want to go to him. Sometimes you'd rather have a peer to talk to and learning or whatever than your Rebbe. It's a little bit uh, not as comfortable, perhaps. Okay, Amirav, Our Mishnah is not accurate based on that which. Ayo learns. Why? The Tani Ayo, because Ayo learns. Rabbi the Omer, ain't Adam Masna Ashnei Dvarim Ke'achot. Ayo says that nobody can make a condition like that. El Imbachacham Lemizrach, Eruv Lemizrach. Period. Pimbachacham Lemarv, Eruv Lemarv. Avalakana Lakanlo. You cannot pick and you cannot say, I'm making a condition. If he comes from here, then I want it here. If he comes from here, then I want it here. Uh uh-uh. uh. Either here or there. You pick up, pick. Make up your mind. You can't have it both ways. Why not? Because there's no brera. So the Mizrach Lamarav, not me and brera. What's the difference? Mizrach Lamarav is also brera. No, if the Chacham came before Shabbos and I'm setting up my Erev and I just don't know which side he came from, so then I can say I want the Erev to whichever side the Chacham came from because that's something that happened then. And it's just a Giloi Milsa. That's not a real prayer. Um, and, uh, the, but but uh, if, the, if, if it's something that's happening later, then it's Brera and it doesn't work. So the Gemara says, why do we say that our mission is wrong because of what Ayo learns, which is a Brisa? Say the other way around. Say our Mishnah is not like Ayo. I mean, that Ayo is wrong because our Mishnah says not like that. Stop over here, but we know from other sources that Rabbi Yudah does not accept the concept of Brera. You can't choose. You have to, you can't uh, say, uh, be iffy on it. It has to be something that you know. You can't say retroactively we find out that that's what you meant to, to be. Since it wasn't known at that time at all, it's not good. And we'll see more about this, Bachlokis in tomorrow's daf, but we're going to start from the Ditnan for tomorrow's daf. Again, wonderful learning with everybody. Have a great, great day.